Joseph. Joseph, are you there? Don't tell me we lost you already. Oh my god. Good old Joseph. Welcome into the Brooklyn Grip. Gentlemen, 375-day hiatus, and, and, and we're back. The Brooklyn Grit, on the eve of opening night, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Joseph, Brandon, how are we feeling, fellas? I have an erection right now. <laughs> just from exactly the words you just said. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. It's, it's, it's opening night say. tomorrow. Feels great. I mean, you if you like told us this stuff like five years ago, we'll never believe it's true. And then with the pandemic and everything, we never knew when the season was going to start. So, and finally, I mean, if it wasn't for the pandemic, we would have been having this moment what a couple months ago. But now that it's finally here, it's just surreal. I'm ready. All right, let's, for- let's, let's jump into it. I I know we have very different feelings on the uh, on the off season. So so Brandon, you you think. Sean Mark swung and he missed. I don't think he swung and he missed. I just think he didn't do enough in the offseason. Okay, so so this is the same conversation I have with Twitter with people over and over. It, it, to elaborate on your feelings, who who did we miss on? Obviously, Abaka, but he took double the money, so we kind of can't blame him. So here here's where the misconception okay. of Nets Twitter is. I'm not looking at offensive. I'm I'm not looking at offensive any players. I'm looking at purely defensive depth at the four and five position. Okay. Uh, Torrey Craig would have been a big time add. A minimum deal. He's he's terrible offensively, but he is phenomenal defensively. That is something we need. We don't need offense right now. We need someone who can come in. Uh, when KD's playing the fo- the five to come in and start guarding the fours, um, if we need an extra body uh, to guard the Giannis's, the LeBrons, the Anthony Davises of the world, you have somebody and more depth because we know what Torian Prince, we know what Rodion Krups looks like guarding the fours. They're not very good. Yeah. But, uh, but okay, so so it, it's Memorial Day weekend, twenty twenty one. This pandemic's not doing so bad anymore and it's you know the nets are hosting a, a round one playoff game is craig gonna be on the floor he would be on the floor he would be mm-hmm. like the 13th man i don't think so i don't think he's on the floor he, he was on the defensive road he was in the rotation for denver why wouldn't he be for brooklyn i don't know why the bench uh anyone who's not playing well i mean there's a lot of different combinations you could I mean, put I, I could... I mean, Rody obviously won't get minutes, but I, can I mean, see, I, w- I could see Craig playing in spurts, but I don't think he would have had a huge, you know, impact. You know, I, I could see. You don't need him to have a huge role. You need him to come in and neutralize good force, use those fouls, you be physical. We don't have any have any depth at that position. I don't think the Nets have ever had depth at that position since Sean Marks took over. <laughs> uh, no, we haven't. Not, no, not, we don't, not since Kevin was, Martin. It was it was obviously <laughs> after Kenyon Martin. To from two thousand four till present day, we haven't had a legitimate like depth at the four and five position. 
Joseph, what do you what do you, you think of the offseason? I mean, I think I think you're a little you're a little bit more in my yeah, camp. I mean, as, as as in you're like in a, a wait and see kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, I mean, there there was guys I wish they would have gotten. I think like they were try, seemed like they were trying hard for Ibaka, and that after that is like maybe he didn't have any other plans after that. But I mean, I'm like the roster is this is probably the deepest or one of the deepest teams in the league. Like I want like take a wait and see approach, you know and and I trust Sean Marsh will make the right deal if, if he sees a hole and he'll make he'll make the deal necessary. I mean, as as of right now, like like Brandon said, I mean defense is our problem. Offense, this is probably gonna be one of the best offensive teams in the league this year. I mean, but I feel like defense will be the problem. But I'm in the position where I'm like just wait and see. I trust Marsh will make the move when he needs to. Uh, and I do as well. And I think there there will be moves to be made during the regular season. I, I think, Brandon, you, you give me a little pushback on that, saying shortened season, even though it's 10 games short, you, you don't think there's going to be a lot of moves at the trade deadline? You don't think we'll be able to find a little depth at the four? I 100% do. I don't think there's going to be like a, like a James Harder blockbuster at the deadline. Okay. That's not something that's realistic to me. Because you have to build that chemistry all over again. You're not going to do that in 30 games. That's probably hap- – if that happens, that's uh, going to happen within the next couple of weeks, I would think. I don't think – Yeah, I don't think I Houston agree. wants to go uh, have a season, like, dealing with that. And then, you know, they will probably probably want to get their whatever guys they're going to get and get it over with. I mean, but I don't, I don't think they're going to rush it either. But, but I do think uh, the buyout market is going to be huge. Um, I, do, I do think the Nets – can go get themselves an Aaron Gordon. Oh, oh it, it took how many minutes for him to mention him? Damn, I, that's I'm surprised he didn't mention in the first minute of the podcast. What, less than ten but minutes in. I, I agree about Aaron Gordon. I agree, agree about the bio market, especially if um Trevor Ariza gets on there. I think that's a nice piece to look at. But then, obviously, that means someone will be cut, which I'm pretty sure Brandon will be lobbying for TLC to be cut. <laughs> I don't, I think he'll be cut a lot sooner than the deadline. Think so? He's not a good player. He can't even dribble the basketball. <laughs> neither neither can Clay Thompson. He's alright. He can dribble at least dribble down the court without being pressured and getting a backcourt. You know, Clay Thompson's also all a right. lead defender though. So that's true. And the man can shoot. Um. All right. Back to back to James Harden. Uh, do we think James Harden is traded soon? Do we think James Harden becomes a net? Brandon. Uh, yes, I do. And no, I do not. Or, or do you think I he think, ends up? Honestly, I think he's going to end up in Philly. In Philly. Because I think, I've said this before, uh, Philly is going to give up Ben Simmons. It's just what they give up afterwards and what they want. Um, what else they want from Houston. And honestly, I just – I think it's not going to be a very big trade. I think it's maybe going to be a total of four players being traded. Uh, ben Simmons and a filler and James Harden and a filler, maybe some draft picks. Um, but that's really about it. Even even after Maury came out the other day and said we're, we're not trading Simmons? Yeah, I don't really trust GM talk. Yeah. Um, we've heard that Sean Marks came out and said – he loves Sad Young, and he sees him a part of the future. And two weeks later, he traded. Yeah, I, I think there's a difference between praising there, players and and coaches and GMs and presidents. They're always fake 
praising everybody. I mean, right. look, look what was said about Musa. He's a, he's a <laughs> elite shooter and he's an NBA player. And my man's there, my man's trying to get and play some Euro. And um, with Maury, yep. I mean, he's he's done it before with Chris Paul. But I'll also say with Chris Paul, he at the time he probably had hardened down his neck, make, get, asking him to trade him. That's so, true. I mean, I thought about that situation as in Maury didn't have to come out and say like he like I guess he came out and straight and told Shams that that he wasn't going to trade him. I mean, it, like like Brandon said, you can't always believe everything presidents and um gm say there's yeah they're gonna say what they um they're gonna they're gonna say what they have to like to not damage the players feelings and the fans they gotta gotta keep all that in consideration so i get that but um i guess in my first yeah joseph let's tell, tell us what you think's gonna happen i, I think time. he'll probably be traded within the next month like the the longer the rockets wait the less value he has he already doesn't have high value i don't think he's He's a great player. It's just when the way his play style is, there, I don't think there's a, a lot of teams that want that guy on their team. Like for me, with the Nets, I was okay with it because he wasn't going to be the number one player, and he would have had to take a back seat. And I think that's it. Seemed like maybe that's what he wanted because why would he have requested a trade to the Nets? Because he knows that's he would have to take a back seat to KD. But I think he'll be traded with them yeah. maybe the next month and. I have no idea where. Like it's like I don't. It, Miami seems like they said they were out today, but you, that you never know if that's true or not. Um, there's yeah, there's 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 been a lot of like anonymous sources to Shams and Woj, and it's just like yeah. a lot of backdoor stuff going on with the media. I mean, they're just trying to throw us yeah. for a loop. Um, yeah, but we we don't know where he's gonna end up. It could be Sacramento. Or I think Denver's Denver or... a good option. I think Brandon actually mentioned that the other day too. I yeah. think. But I feel like the Rockets would ask for Michael Porter Jr. I don't know if Denver would do that. Oh, you you give but that d- up. Does, does Denver do that? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, 100%. I, I, I think you add a James Harden to a Denver roster, and they, they have championship aspirations. You know? I, I think, oh, yeah. I think they I mean, don't have a championship I agree with that. Like In my opinion, I would do it. But I feel like a lot of executives and even players probably, probably just don't want to play with him. He's not a very likable person around the league in terms of play style, you know? Like, I don't like. I have, have. That's where I disagree with Denver because Mike Malone is very, very old yeah. school and disciplined. I think he would have James Harden working hard, um, and playing with Jamal Murray and Nikola yeah. Jokic. Man, that that'd be a fun team. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It, it would be, and I, and I don't think James Harden would be uh, getting you know to make the practice schedule and no. you know staying extra nights in cities and all the stuff not- he got to do in Houston. I, I think that that was a Houston thing. I think that was a keep James Harden happy thing, and, and I think on on a new team, especially a team like Denver, I think all the that only other place he's going to be able to pull that yeah. is back with Daryl Morey in Philly, because <laughs> Daryl Morey he's yeah. been like his puppet, like he does what like he did whatever Harden wanted. So, I mean, I think that's the only other place he can pull that off. I mean, there's nowhere else he would they would they be the two biggest superstars in the league? I don't talk about weight wise, Joel Embiid and probably the two like laziest, like you said before. Like they, they're amazing talents, but one, one can't stay healthy, and the other one is just like I've seen him like when he's not involved in a play, he'll literally just stand there. Like he, 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 I think Chris. There was like reports saying Chris Paul. That's what he didn't like about the offense, and with Chris Paul was doing when he had the ball, Harden would just stand by half court and not do anything. 
Yeah, that's my biggest concern about Brooklyn. I'm already worried about the offense being stagnant with so many ball-dominant players on our team. We don't need – I know a lot of them would go away, but, like, with how James Harden is. Yeah, but that's why I think he, yeah. would, he would have to change his play. So he can't come to um, Brooklyn and play the way he did in Houston. I mean, like – he would have to play the way yeah, he and, played in OKC. I mean, I feel like he would be willing to do that. I mean, I don't think he would have, like I said, I don't think he would have requested a trade to the Nets if he wasn't willing to do that. He knows he has to take that back seat to KD. So the the Brooklyn trade was, you know, it, it was a Jared Allen, a Dinwiddie, or <sighs> Karras, a ton of picks. Yeah. I, I just like, don't, I, I'm with you. I just don't see it happening. We, we don't have. We don't have a young guy in a rookie contract to yeah. give back. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the, what and they the want. The thing is about the, the picks, I think even Woj just said it, like that's not Sean Mark's style to just throw a bunch of picks. Like, Well, yeah, look what the yeah. situation he came in, he's, man. Yeah. He's <laughs> smart for not. I mean, for Harden, I, I, uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a limit. You don't just go throw six picks, you know. But, I mean, I would do like maybe three or four. But the thing is, the Rockets aren't interested in the Nets and Levert, Dinwiddie. Allen, because yeah. n- n- none of them are cheap. Him. So, so stay stay on Allen for a second. So, we, we just learned a couple of hours ago that he's not getting extended, which I think I, I don't know. I don't think it's too shocking on either side. Um, you guys have thoughts on it, Brandon? I, I do. Um, it's kind of I understand it from Jared Allen's standpoint. Yeah. Um, Honestly, if I was him, I would feel disrespected in a way because he has outplayed DeAndre Jordan for the past year. Um, and to have your starting spot taken away just because you're friends with, you know, the two superstars on the team, I mean, I would take – I can understand where Jared Allen's coming from. Um, he honestly deserves to start because he's that talented. As long as his motor's going, he is one of the best centers in the league, probably top five. Oh wow! And okay, wow. Back back with the hot takes, and not really a hot take because if you if you when he has his motor going, he's a, a fifteen ten and three guy. He does it consistently when he has his when he's motivated. Maybe maybe the lack of contract into free agency will keep him motivated. I mean, you, you know somebody's going to give him, I, yeah. I don't know, And I think it'll get to the point where the Nets might not, yeah. like, if it gets too high, I don't think they would match it, you know, because they're already paying DeAndre Jordan $10 million. Yeah, I mean, that's why the Nets and Sean Marks have to really take a – a deep look at trading Dinwiddie and, and Jared that's Allen. That's why hurt missing. Uh, like, because I think they had their plan, like getting a Baca. You know, I'm pretty sure Allen would have been traded somewhere. But oh, you know, with point. that, no, I'm pretty sure Sean can find another backup center. Or, you know, and I agree with what Brandon's. I, agree I know who. I know ahead. someone. Oh, I know someone who is better than a Baca right now. Don't don't. Who is that? No, but I'll, Aaron I'll Gordon. Take you back on what Brandon said. I agree that he is a he has outplayed DeAndre Jordan. Like he's he's the better center on the team. I mean, there were there were times where it's Jordan was close. better last year, but overall, Allen is the better center. We all know the reason why he's not starting. I mean, of course. And how, how long does that last <laughs> since the season? 
I think it's going to last. I think, I think it's Maybe the relationship Steve Nash has with KD and, and Ky- well, mostly just KD, but I feel like he. I, I don't know. I maybe I don't know the reason, but you know, remember right when Kenny Atkinson was fired with Jock Vaughn did. I mean, he knows like it's. I just don't think it's gonna change. I think Allen's better. I think it's gonna. I think the only thing that matters is who's finishing, and I think Jared Allen might finish most of the games. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't mean, think either fine. of them will finish. No, you think we're gonna go small? I think Kevin Durant's gonna finish at the five. I think it's all the time. it depends yeah. on the matchup. I can see that happening. Yeah. A lot. Uh, Brandon, back to back to your your the love of your life, Aaron Gordon. Where they're related. Uh, I, I saw I saw about four hours ago. Jonathan and Isaac got a ex- ridiculous four year, eighty million dollar extension. Yeah. That, that 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 seems to me that it's time for Aaron Gordon to go. And I feel like oh, yeah, I feel 100%. like he's been on the block for a while, but I, I really think if they want Isaac to be a feature guy, it's time to move Aaron Gordon. Yep. I agree. Um, that's why they they were handing out money like it was candy today. Everybody, uh, they, paid, they paid they paid Markel Fultz. They paid Jonathan Isaac. Um, yeah, I think they drafted Jonathan Isaac to move Aaron Gordon. <laughs> yes. That was their goal uh, because Jonathan Isaac plays better at the four than he does at the three, and Aaron Gordon also plays better at the four than the three because he's not a very good volume scorer or shooter to be playing at the three. So, and they're using Aaron Gordon completely wrong. He's not a top three. Definitely option. not. That's not his game. So, so, so you envision an Aaron Gordon coming to the Nets, starting alongside KD, covering the best yes. wing on the opposite team, and not not being a focal point in the offense. You just think he'll, he'll take a shot, he'll grab his offensive boards, he'll do his thing. But you think in that role he would thrive. He would thrive. Okay. He would be. He would become an all star. <laughs> My phone's on fire. The, the... I've said it before. Oh, yeah. I've said it for the past three years. If he came to the Nets, he would Does be Aaron... transformed into an all star. I have been saying this Does for Aaron three Gordon have years. Something against you or something like, like you sound like me when I talk about <laughs> Courtney Lee. Like that's that's. All right. Okay. Courtney Lee is, well, could never be no, the player saying, Aaron Gordon. It's not like Aaron Gordon is a star or a fringe star. He's a role player. Like, oh, okay. We no, don't need a star or we a don't. Star. That is we true. Need someone I'm to play like a role. Talk about we, we need we need a defensive wing who's competent on offense, and Aaron Gordon is that guy. And I will say, Sean Marks did explore trading for Aaron yeah. Gordon last. Trade that line for Spencer Dinwiddie. And needs, he needs to call up John Hammond in the next so couple you, days. And do you think Orlando would done. pay Dinwiddie when they just drafted Cole Anthony? I know he's better than him, but that's. Yes. You start Markel, because Markel Fultz is not a starting quality guard in my eyes. But even if he was, like you're starting, if you start Fultz, Dinwiddie, and Cole, that's already better than what they have right now. Yeah, and the, and the roster they have right now is it's like locked in for the. They've been the same. I don't know if yeah, like twenty years. Range. It feels like they just. Yeah, I mean, other than the yeah. Dwight years, but. They're, 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 I feel like they're locked into like the seventh or eighth seed for like the next four years. Uh, I think they're trending downward. Do you think it's how, worse than that? Yeah. All right. So well, how old is Vucevic? Go ahead, go feel go like ahead, he's been playing forever. Twenty-eight. He's I like twenty-eight, twenty-nine now. Longer than that. Yeah. Let's uh, 
He's thirty. Just turned thirty. Shit. Let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about the NBA as a whole. Uh, Lakers come into the season as an overwhelming favorite. Maybe not overwhelming, but the favorite to repeat. Um, Brandon, just give us a little rundown of what, what who you like in the East, who you like in the West, where you see the season moving, some storylines, some players to watch out for. Just just your general thoughts on the league this year. Uh, this is probably the most exciting season we could be coming into. A lot of parity in the league. Yep. We're not, there's not a clear-cut benefit favorite, um, per se. Um, obviously, the Nets and I would say the Lakers are probably the two favorites in the in the two leagues, maybe Milwaukee. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a lot of parity. Um, a lot of teams have two stars, which is great. There's no super team. Everyone's pretty balanced and evened out. Um, the East is going to be more interesting than the West. The West is still really top-heavy, even though the West is deeper than the East. Um, there's a lot of mid-tier teams in the in the in the West, in my opinion, that have no chance at going to the finals. Um, the East, there's about three teams, three or four teams that could potentially make it. Um, but obviously, to me, the Nets are the best team. Milwaukee um, is. It's like 1A, 1B with the Nets in Milwaukee. Milwaukee is going to give us a run for our money just because we don't have anyone to slow down Giannis. Yeah. Um, if he, if the Nets do not contain Giannis, that's going to get Chris Middleton going. That's going to get Drew Holiday going. That's going to get the rest of the role players going. It's going to be very hard to beat them in a seven-game series. Especially in a, in a playoff series with a half-court offense. And a... Yeah. So that's a matchup that we should be seeing in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, the team to look out for in the East, um, oh, I no. want to say the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I think I don't think they're going to be a playoff team, but they could make it into the play-in games. I think they do have enough talent to do that. Brandon, I know you uh, love watching these bottom feeder teams. So, what about a team like the Hawks? The Hawks intrigue me. They have a weird mishmash roster, but they have a lot of talent. Are the Hawks going to be a playoff uh, team this year? They will be a playoff team. However, they just secured themselves into medi- mediocrity for the next, I don't know, five years. They're like the Joe Johnson <laughs> Atlanta Hawks now. <laughs> they, just, they really just secured themselves to be, you know, the second round exit. Four, five, six seed for the next, like, three years. And they won't go anywhere else. They'll be a, either a first or a second round exit. They'll they'll have some good moments, but they won't go anywhere. They just they just paid wasted all their cap space on mediocrity. Wow. All right. So if I have a gun to your head right now, uh, NBA Finals, who do you got? Nuts Lakers. Nuts Lakers. And right now we don't have the roster to be. Okay. Joseph, I, I want to hear you. Want to hear your thoughts? Give me general NBA thoughts when you're looking at the 2020-2021 season. What do you see? Who do you like? Any rookies you like? Any rookies, I mean, stories. I mean, I like Lamelo, but I mean, I think he still needs some help offensively. But he, his vision and his his passes are just amazing. Like, I honestly have always thought, like watching him, like throughout throughout the past couple of years, um, I thought he would be better than Lonzo, but he was he was the one I would be watching and. For, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think the Indiana Pacers will miss the playoffs this year. 
I, that's, that's right. I don't I know if that's a hot take, but I mean, they, they've been made in the playoffs how many years in a row now? And a lot. I think the Hawks will get in the eighth seed. The Wizards will grab seven. Um, I you think, think the Wizards think are better Russell, than the Hawks? A lot of people underestimate Russell Westbrook. I mean, and them, him and Beal together. I mean, you gotta, you gotta look at. Um, Beal hasn't had a. Well, when is when's the last time Wall was healthy? Twenty eighteen. I, I think. I think. It's been a while. Yeah, and I, I think uh, seventeen eighteen. I do think um, Westbrook adds more. I think Westbrook is a better player in general than Wall. Maybe not by much, but and he's also. I mean, he's had his injury problems too, but. I think he's a little bit more durable than Wall was. But um, I have the same finals prediction. I mean, I think a lot of people around the NBA, it seems like writers have the Lakers and Nets. All right, so so Brandon and Joseph, if expand expand a little bit. Uh, Western Conference Finals, Eastern Conference yeah, Finals. I, was, I, just, I want to um, just take a step yeah. back for a second. Oh. I do want to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't – I'm – that's a storyline that I'm very interested in watching. The reason why is because they put together this a bunch of random pieces that really don't mesh well together. You have D'Angelo Russell, Malik mm-hmm. Beasley, and then Anthony Edwards. Like that's that doesn't that really doesn't work because they're all like none of them can really play off ball. And D'Lo tried that in Golden State, and the reason why Golden State traded him because it wasn't working. He can't play off ball. That's just not his game. Um, you saw it in the preseason. The Timberwolves looked better without D'Lo. I hate to say that, but it's true. Um, it's curious to say if they do struggle, what happens? Yeah, I mean, do does D'Lo and Cat's relationship start to? Does tension start to build there? Anthony Edwards is a rookie. Does somebody go to the bench? Malik Beasley is obviously a, a nutcase. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll all suggest a um, proposal. Uh, do you think you do you think they could possibly trade D'Lo for Harden? Nope. You don't think that's a possibility? No. No. I don't, I don't think so either. But I feel no, like I that's like so a. I feel like that's the type of player the Rockets are probably looking for. Somebody that's a little bit established, you know. He's, he's, he's not it, that I mean, much younger yeah, than Karras. I, yeah. I, I, I personally like Karras better. I mean, but I don't know. It seems like the Rockets aren't interested in that. What, what, what's D'Lo doing? D'Lo's going to be starting at the two, right? With, with Rubio? Uh, <clears throat> no, Rubio's coming off the bench. <clears throat> It's like they have no players that really mesh well together. That complement. Right, I'm going to throw out throw out my because I did the one through eight season. I want y'all to tell me what what you think is wrong with it. I'll start with the Western Conference. I had Lakers one, had the Nuggets two, Clippers three, Blazers four, Jazz five, Mavericks six, Suns seven, and Pelicans eight. The whole damn thing. Can you repeat that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Blazers, Jazz, Mavericks, Suns, Pelicans. Jeez. I think their health Blazers is that high, I think huh? adding Covington was pretty big for them, too. 
You know, I think Roko is so overrated. I never really understand why everyone's upset with him. I saw I saw a lot of NBA predictions when I was reading earlier. Still have the Warriors in the playoffs. I don't. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, gonna I, don't, I don't know. They're really, really bad. Really I mean, bad I mean, team. If anything, I'm not saying like really can, bad. They'll, but they'll probably West get to the playing game. Bad. I think, and they probably could fight for the. Yeah, I, I think. So I mean. As long as Steph so? doesn't get hurt, I mean, I, I don't know what Wiggins is going to give him, man. We don't know what Wiseman is, but I mean, I still think they'll be in that range. I don't think they're not going to be like last year. I mean, obviously last year Steph missed pretty much the whole year, but and then in the and then in the East, Brandon, I was going to ask you, you're you're going back to it, your your Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals is going to be Nets, Bucks. Um, I think the Nets finish with the number one seed. I think we, uh, I think the East goes through Brooklyn, which is going to be a must if we want to get to the finals because we do not want to go through Milwaukee in that game if there's a potential game seven because um, there will be fans in the playoffs. We do know that. I hope so. Um, and. I am praying, praying, praying we finally get Clippers, Lakers. Joseph, in the West I Africa. actually have the the Bucks finishing with the first seed because I I really think the Nets are going to have Katie and Kyrie kind of load manage multiple games. So I think that that's the only reason because I mean Giannis, I don't recall him ever load managing. So I think they'll they'll get the number one seed, and I think it most likely will be Bucks and Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals. But I wouldn't be surprised if either the Heat or Celtics get there as well. Most, more, more, more so the Celtics than the Heat because I think that bubble, that stuff was like I think that was a fluke. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The Celtics are I think always both right there are... every year, though. Like, Ugh. I mean, yeah, we'll, I don't know. We'll they got see. worse I mean, this year. They lost I, I a think lot the, of players. The ranking one is Bucks Nets. I think that's what that's my actual prediction. Like that's my final one, but. So, in order for Boston to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, you think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are I mean, going to take that next I don't step? Know about That's Brown. the only I mean, way that's I mean, going to happen. They took a step last year, but I, I'm really high on Tatum. But, I mean, Tatum, like, he, sometimes he's really inconsistent. But, I mean, I, I, like I said, I still think it's the Bucks. But I think if if we were, like, to expand it a little bit, I think the Celtics would have the next best chance to get to the Conference Finals other than – Obviously the the Nets, but but right now I I, I think it's going to be the Bucks and the Nets, barring in Joseph Joseph. What about the Western Conference Finals? Mm, that one, that one. Like I mean, like I like Brandon said, I want to see the Lakers and Clippers, but I don't know what's going to go on with the Clippers with that chemistry stuff that happened. Maybe with I I can't imagine I can't imagine it was Doc that was the reason that the was triangle. Happening. It just don't that don't sound right, but. Doc, Doc got scapegoated. I mean, he, he, even the stuff Paul George was saying about playing, like not playing and pick and roll, and it, it all came out. It all turned out to be yeah. bullshit. He was, he was talking out of his ass. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I, I understand they wanted a new ch- a change of scenery, a new coach, but another team full of divas. Doc did make a good point that Ty, they're not getting yeah, much yeah. change. Ty he was, he was right the lead there. assistant. So, I mean, very, very. I don't strange. know. Like, I, I, it might. Mm, I mean, it might be a rematch of this past year, Lakers and Nuggets. I mean, what about the Jazz? Uh, Did the Jazz take no. that step? No. 
Um, no. Mm, no. Yeah. And they just gave away their and, future. Uh, too, I, so. I love I love the quote of uh, him saying he didn't take the super max. He left some money I on mean, the table because <laughs> he like. <laughs> okay, and, what fifteen mil? Insane. I mean, I would like to see the the Mavericks take the next step, but I don't think I don't think they have enough. I mean, Luca Luca's Luca's great, worse, but, and I also they didn't, think they didn't do anything this they're, offseason. They're defensively. I mean. I hear it all the time. Like they can score with the best of them, but defensively they can't stop anybody. And then Chris and yeah, they they, they definitely didn't yeah, get better. So. And again, is Kristaps going to stay healthy? He's, he's injured right yeah, now. He's... <laughs> no, no, he, he he's he's made of glass, man. He's kind of like. Uh... But I but I will say this, Luca. Um, this is I, not really a hot take. A lot of people have him winning, but Luca will win MVP this year. Yes. Oh, stop. All right. All right. Be- before we move on stop to the Nets, uh, Lucas won an MVP. Brandon, who's your MVP? I wanted to, but I, 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 I didn't want to sound biased. So. He was, he was in my predictions. I oh, yeah. Yeah. You put him on Twitter. What do you got for us? Yeah. Yeah, you. Yeah. Who, me? Okay, so I got uh, Kevin Durant, okay. uh, MVP. I I got um, Lori Marketing for Most okay. Improved. I got Karis like LeVert it. for Sixth Fan of the Year. Um, I also have Rob Palinka as the Executive of the Year. I have LaMelo Ball for Rookie of the Year. Anthony Davis as Defensive Player of the Year. And Steve very net centric awards. I like it. I like it, Joseph. You no, know, I, I have, I have predictions. It's almost the same thing. The branding except the MVP and the most improved player MVP. Who, 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 um, who do you got for most I also thought about um Christian Wood, but I don't, I don't know about that one. Like I, I don't know how how good he's gonna fare in Houston, but I think Michael Porter Jr. for most improved player. Why I mean, Michael Porter? Played pretty well in the bubble. I mean, I'm trying not to um, use that as too much of a deciding factor because the bubble, like, yeah, the- like some players, like like Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell, I don't think they're going to play that same exact way. Or TJ Warren, but I, I've always thought Michael Porter Jr. had a lot of talent when he came out, and he, you know, had the injury his rookie year. So, interesting, interesting, interesting. Oh, I agree. Kevin Durant, MVP. Um, for my rookie of the year, I like James Wiseman. Uh, and the rest of the awards I really don't care about. Let, let, let's, let's move on to our, <laughs> our Brooklyn Nets. we got a 72-game season. Finally. I agree with Joseph that we're going to see a lot of uh, load management. But the, the team... Well, I don't I, think I, we're going to see as much staggered. as you think. So, like, on a night where we're missing Kyrie, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Um, but anyway, uh, 72 games, right? Is that how many we have? I, I think they're going to be the three seed right. at 47 and 25. Due to load management. I, I don't think it's going to be anything else. Yeah, just that's just how I Damn. feel. I think they're going to get off to a hot start. I look at those first ten games and I see a nine and one start. 
and, and but then I see the season yeah. taking a toll on some guys. That, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just <clears> see. <throat> 47 and 25, which which would be in, in a normal year, like a 51, 52 wins, which would be the Nets just don't win 50 games ever. So. Sure. We had that one, we had that one year in Brooklyn where yeah. 49, yeah. That was the that was the year where uh, our buddy missed the missed the dunk, right? Or he JJ Watson. What did he do? Yeah. Yeah. After we whooped the Bulls game in game stressful. one. Oh, what a terrible what, series. Which was – you you know what you know what's wild about that CJ Watson? We were up fourteen at that point. Every, like how did we blow a fourteen point lead in like two minutes and, and thirty seconds? Oh, okay, but you're 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 telling me Nate Robinson is gonna lead a comeback in two and a he half did. minutes when we're up fourteen? That game was over. Oh God! Okay, if Darren Williams would have. He got off his fat he, ass. It's not like he was Nate a great Robinson. defender. We would have won that game. I'm just saying. He yeah, was supposed to be a good two-way point guard. Shit. Shake Shack. Yeah, when he, when he stopped. I, th- I thought that was before, a joke. Before he went to Shake Shack and lived there for a couple of years. No, well, he, he's the one who put that on himself. He said he went to Shake Shack <laughs> after he beat the Nets in the playoffs. Brandon, Brandon, tell us about the Nets this year. How, how many wins? Oh, man, I'm going to sound super biased just because I'm super high on this team. Um, we <clears> have <throat> some – we have obviously yeah. a lot of flaws defensively. Um, they're really going to show in important games. Um, we didn't really fix many problems, but we got yeah, those, those immensely are like, those better are like offensively. Flaws, so you're probably like... – Yeah. Yeah. We are elite offensively, so I okay. think we're going to go 50 and 22. I think we are going to grab the number one seed. Um, I don't think there's going to be much drop off when we do load manage because they're going to be against teams we should beat anyways. Um, that's why I'm counting the 50 and 22. They're not going to be against big big matchups. Um, I think that we will pick up some. Defensive depth, either at the deadline or in the buyout market, and we will have a battle with the Lakers in the finals. I don't know who's going to win that because that's such a matchup. But you think the Lakers have the better roster as we speak, as of today? As we speak right now, the Lakers are better than us, just because they have two of the best four and five combos in the history of the NBA. Yeah, I mean they probably have the two of the best three players in the league or I mean I don't know where, wherever you rank these guys but. yeah all right Joseph I would say um, 48 and 24 and um yeah okay. I was, so we're all in the same ballpark here 48 48 did you say 40 bad, and 24 like but anyways okay. um <laughs> I, I was right there between like 47 and 50 but um like I know some people say well not some people Brandon said all we added was an elite score, but that elite score adds so much more to the table because it takes attention off a lot of other players. Joe is going to get a lot of open looks. Um, and you know the folk. No, I'm I meant in, I meant in. That's like, what I said. We're elite offense on, on the timeline. Other days, you know, you were saying like all we added was an elite score. Like, but I still think that elite score is going to add a bunch of more wins. But it like. 
and it it also takes the yeah. pressure off. That's what I'm saying. A guy like Karis Levert, if, when we see that KD Kyrie Karis combo, as we saw in the last preseason game, it it it, it, it did it did it, 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 it looked great. Three were, it looked you know, good. Supposedly ball dominant, but they looked fantastic. And I know they really like playing with each other. Um, but like a guy like Karis, where he's not he's doesn't have to be a workhorse scorer on offense. He could Thomas. play a little bit more defense, and, and we saw yeah. and we saw in the preseason. Kevin Durant can still play some good defense. He's so damn. And I'm long. assuming that's the lineup they're gonna keep going with: um, Kyrie, yeah. Spencer, um, Joe, KD, and DeAndre. Until you know, I mean, I know Brandon's saying till he gets till Spencer gets traded, but I know Brandon would prefer Landry Shamit start. But I mean, I'm okay with okay with that lineup for now because Karras. I mean, it's just I do. it was only one preseason game, but he looked good coming off the bench, and he did. He did. I and I like I like Harris in that bench role. You you know what kind of you know what oh, kind of God. damage he's going to do. Exactly. Yeah. Kill teams. Ooh. Kill teams. Hey, think about our three of our starters from last year on the second unit. What? Uh, let me say this: our second unit is better than probably thirty percent of the league starting lineups. Shamet started a bunch of games for Clippers too. Oh, he's, a, he's a good player. I, I'm surprised people were not like on board with the Shamit. A lot of people didn't watch Shamit a lot, especially what in about, Philly. I think he's going to be that Shamit. Yeah, more he, didn't, so. he, he didn't have a what great about that contract Shammett. that Luke Kennard got. Oh, bro, what is going on with that? Oh my lord, <laughs> he seemed pretty well, happy. We need to get Nick on that on the podcast for that. Oh, I'm sure his boy got paid. Poor Nick. Those Pistons are like a rudderless ship. What, All what, the centers they, they signed this offseason. <laughs> and then and then trading Musa. <laughs> trading for Musa. You know, I love what um what their GM said. He's like, <laughs> supposedly we are in love with centers. Oh, so we're just trying to hoard all of them. All right, well, let's wrap up with a little net net schedule action. I, I think if we're doing one episode a week or whatever we decide to do, we won't have another episode come out till say next Tuesday. So between now and next Tuesday there'll be four games. Warriors tomorrow night. Celtics Christmas Day, and then we got Hornets and Grizzlies. Are, are we are we starting four now? Are we starting three and one? Honestly, we six should start six oh. and Joseph, uh, I would say four. four? No. I mean, the worst I think is three and yeah. one. Uh, if they lose a game, it's going to be either Golden State or Boston. They're not losing to um. I I, I can't yeah, see us losing I, either one of those games. I can't. You know, we then that, we have that, a home that's and that's home game five Atlanta, yeah, so, so we so should start six and Warriors, out. Celtics, Hornets, Grizzlies, yeah. Hawks, Hawks, Wizards, Jazz, Sixers, Grizzlies. We should, and then that, watch, we should. Oh my god, we should. Like ten and zero. Uh, no, don't don't start that. that. That's that's the Nets of old, Joseph. We can, don't yeah, don't start right, that, Joseph. Right. But there there will there will be we one got the best player in the NBA on the roster. Stop thinking like that. In the first ten games. Is that that's that's Brandon? Not ten and no. If we go, if so. we go six and you heard four, I'll be fair enough. Only six and four. Fair so enough. Seven and three. He can't complain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. You say so. No, I'll be happy it's for not, seven and three. That's a great start. I'm it's on the record. Watch. It's on the record. We got it. I'll take seven and three uh, any yeah, day I mean, of the if, week. If, if you go seven and three every yeah. ten games, any day of the week. That's that's a that's a solid season. Right oh yeah, yeah. That's okay. 
Well, yeah, let's wrap this absolutely. up, boys. Good, 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 good to be back with you. Brandon and I have probably filed and unfiled each other on Twitter about a dozen times. Uh, since we made that's the last like episode. It's, it's okay. It's just like a typical marriage, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. That's true. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't know. Your wife left you. No. <laughs> well, Joseph uh, likes to drop his anchor. Oh, Joseph, <laughs> oh, silly, silly man. All right, so folks, we appreciate you. We hope we get some listeners. At our peak, we're getting like 200 listeners an episode. I don't know how long it'll take us to get back there, but it'll be fun. We have no clue what we're doing with this podcast, where we're going, but happy to be back with my boys talking Nets basketball. We need to start a GoFundMe so Joseph can afford to go to one of those Nets games. If, if everyone on Nets Twitter chips in like 15 cents, we can get Joseph hey. in the upper deck for the Houston. Hey. Houston broken the tickets game are actually cheaper than I thought. Like Brandon was saying, he thought they were going to be in the 100s, but they're in the 50s and 40s. So. Well, well, once that next yeah, stimulus check hits the direct sure deposit, help. Joseph, buy, buy a damn ticket. <laughs> buy a damn ticket. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Matt thank you, Donald Trump, for giving me six hundred. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. All right, fellas, any, any final thoughts? I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like a kid on Christmas. I can't believe tomorrow is opening day, and we have. To... Uh, I won't be able to come tonight. I'm half day at work tomorrow, and I'm gonna have to come home at like one o'clock and sit and wait for five hours. It's just, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, one last thing, gentlemen. Since it's official, oh, yeah, NBA is having saw their very first jersey, fan yeah, jersey right. day or whatever. What jersey are you guys wearing tomorrow? You know what? That I thought that joke was hmm? done. On your waterbed, right? You got to take yeah, the, 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 the jokes. I'm, stay I'm the here. one that I'm gets the all the jokes <laughs> thrown to, but it's okay. I can handle it. I, I'm, I'm not wearing a jersey tomorrow. I'm wearing some Flatbush and RIP. RIPFA. Nice. I'm going with oh, my kind of uh, new Joe Harris jersey. I got the uh, yes, 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 50%. Yes. I got the Bed Stoy. Uh, it, it is. Uh, Joe Harris jersey. It is, but Brandon's a Carolina guy, so let him go. Same thing. Bed Stoy in Brooklyn, where Jay Z grew up <laughs> in the hood in Bed Stoy. The Nets, Nets fans are going to love that tomorrow. I love it. Love it. All right. I've got nothing else to say. Brandon, finish, wrap, wrap us up here. Glad to be back. It's been fun. Me too, boys. Glad to be back. We'll see you next week. Hopefully next time. (laughs)